Hi, it's Kath here again. This time I'm going to talk about death roping. What is death roping? So death roping is a term that's given to when people tie onto a rope that offers no protection. There's, there seems to be a misconception amongst some that once the rope's on, you're safe. And that's not necessarily true, particularly in the situation referred to as death roping. So death roping would be when two people tie onto the rope. They may have taken some chest coils to shorten the rope a little and they then start walking up a slope um, onto a, a scarp slope or a, or a gully. And the problem with death roping is that should one of them slip and fall, they will then pull the other person off because they're not actually attached to the mountain. And you can just imagine what would happen is sort of almost like a catapult. One one slides down the slope, there's a lot of slack between the two people that pulls the other one off quite abruptly. Maybe one starts to slow down and then the other speeds past and um, quite a horrible image to, to think about. So really consequential in terms of the like, you know, the likelihood of how badly it could go wrong. And of course, if there are other people there, they can get tangled up in the mix as well because the, the rope would just pull them off if it got anywhere near them. So why do people use this technique and why is there this misconception that it's safe? I think that people get confused between travelling on a glacier out in the Alps where there are holes in the ground, crevasses, and where putting a rope on is the safe thing to do. So if you're walking on a glacier and there's big crevasses and some of them you might not be able to see where the crevasses are, the snow bridges, and so the safe thing to do there is to tie onto a rope and to make sure that you're moving a distance apart so that if someone does fall into a crevasse, the other person can counterbalance them. They can then, The person that's fallen in could then either prosuk back out or the person that is outside of the crevasse can create an anchor and a hoist system to be able to pull the person who's fallen into the crevasse out. So I can see how it's really easy to think that in the Alps you travel across a glacier roped up and you approach a climb roped up and that perhaps you might do the same in Scotland. But in Scotland we don't have glaciers and crevasses to worry about. And so this method doesn't offer us any protection. It's actually causing more of a hazard. It's not helpful at all. The other way I think it may get confused is that you see instructors and guides out there looking after their clients with the rope tied short. It's a technique called short roping. And this is a technique where the guides or instructors are making sure that they're looking after their clients and preventing a slip turning into a fall by keeping the rope really tight. They're also kicking or cutting really big steps in the snow that allow the clients to move safely and reducing the chance of a slip. So death roping is neither walking on a glacier or short roping. It's uh, a technique that really isn't necessary within the mountains in, in the UK. So what should you do instead? Well, there are a few options. You could be soloing up to where you feel comfortable, cutting yourself a ledge and then getting the rope out and pitching from there. And of course, if you're then tying on and belaying, you should be attaching yourselves in some way 
to the mountain, whether that's that you can put a rock anchor in, that you can dig a bucket seat and a buried axe. And it might be in some places that the snow is firm and hard and you need to do a few pitches because you're not comfortable soloing up to the bottom of your climb. And so you need to do a few pitches with a bucket seat and a buried axe to get up there. And this way, by pitching, you, your belay is always attached to the mountain and you've got some form of attachment rather than one person being able to pull the other off and down to the bottom of the slope. Once you get onto your route, carrying on pitching up the route from belay to belay, whether that's using ice screws or, or rock belays. Another technique that might be useful is, in particular on mountaineering terrain, is moving together. And this is a technique commonly used in the Alps. So if with moving together, your aim is to be placing gear between each of the climbers so that you are actually attached to the mountain in the event of a fall. And moving together should be done on terrain where you're comfortable, where it's not cruxy climbing or hard climbing for you and you should be feeling like you can fluidly move over that terrain so handy on some mountaineering type of routes as long as it is possible to actually get gear into to the rock on the terrain that you're on if the terrain gets trickier then it'd be time to then stop and pitch rather than continue moving together so we've covered a few different techniques there and talked about how they might be used and the pros and cons of them in, in different places really and the appropriateness of them. And hopefully that will make you think a little bit more before assuming that tying yourself to a rope and not attaching yourself to the mountain is a sensible thing to do. If you're not sure on what technique to use then maybe it's worth going on a, a scrambling or mountaineering course to be able to learn a little bit more and to get some real feedback from someone who knows what they're doing to uh, to allow you to develop your skills so that you can pick out the safe and appropriate technique to approach your climb or the best way to safeguard you and your climbing partner when you're on a, a mountaineering route or to get to the bottom of a winter climb. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that, and um, not sure what the next next topic's going to be, but hopefully I'll see something when I'm out and about that um, I think it might be useful to talk about. Thanks for listening.